Thompson. And welcome to Property Matters. Tonight we continue our careers discussion and this week focus on the sales side of real estate. We're chatting with two experts from Barfoot and Thompson. Remember you can download our podcast from barfoot.co.nz forward slash property matters or listen anytime here on planetaudio.org.nz. Welcome to Property Matters. Welcome to another Monday. I'm Stephen Dello. Delighted to have you tuned into our show. Now, I'm sure you know by now, but each week we have a mix of guests from across the rental, real estate and investment landscape to give you tips and tricks on how to maximise your investment and provide practical advice for tenants and landlords who just need that tricky question answered. Now, this is very much your show, so we encourage you to email us at any point at propertymatters at barfoot.co.nz or send us a message on our Facebook page at Property Matters Radio and we'll get the experts to answer your questions in upcoming episodes. Now, this week we are continuing our discussion around careers in real estate. Last week we talked property management and if you missed that episode, you can download it from barfoot.co.nz forward slash property matters and today we are chatting sales and we welcome Alexandra Booth, the Head of Talent Development and Training at Barfoot and Thompson and one of her core trainers and previous sales agent and branch manager, Glenn Slaughter. Welcome to the show, guys. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you, Stephen. Great to have you here. And before we sort of delve into the careers world, uh, let's talk a little bit about your own career in real estate and your current role. And Alex, maybe we can start with you. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm a bit unique, I suppose, in our team. I'm the only one that hasn't really worked in real estate before. Um, but Chris Dobby, our CEO, is pretty visionary and decided to shake things up a little bit and bring in a different skill set. So I'm really enjoying um, evolving our, our team and taking us to the next level, which will obviously impact on uh, our people's performance and revenue of the business. So it's an exciting time for us. So what's been your background? If you say it's not mm. real estate, so where have they nabbed you from? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been in New Zealand for five years and I came over with um, a company called EY, so uh, professional services, accounting, fairly big. Um, I came over to look after their student recruitment and development. So um, that was uh, really great um, time to come to New Zealand and travel around being paid to do that and then moved into more talent development roles in different organisations such as KiwiRail, AUT, Civil Defence during the time of the pandemic so that was um, really rewarding place to be working last year actually mm. um, and then landed in Barfoot and Thompson. Wow, that is certainly a good mix. Mm-hmm. Um, why real estate? What what grabbed you about that? Yeah, well, actually, I graduated during the recession um, or the, what do you call it over in New Zealand? The uh, GFC, right. that's right, right, just using local terminology. And um, never worked in an organisation which has been quite resource abundant. So I'm really enjoying being in a thriving industry and a company at the top of its game um, and being able to do some really interesting things and make a difference rather than being, for instance, in the university 
university sector where um, there's not a lot of money going around right. and um, it's quite hard to move the dial without um, resources mm. to do that. So uh, the industry itself is really appealing to me. Um, obviously the company, the brand, the history, the values, it's all um, an iconic New Zealand organisation so I jumped at the chance to join. But also I think um, being a performance driven industry, um, heading up the talent development and training department, there's a real opportunity to make a difference there. Um, you know, to the bottom line of the business, but also to people's lives as self-employed agents. So wanting to really upskill them and build their confidence, capability, competence, um, so that they can make a difference to their own lives as well as the organisation. Brilliant. Awesome. All right, Glenn, you've got to top that. Tell us your <laughs> your journey in pretty, real estate. Pretty hard to top. Um, so, you know, I started real estate uh, in 1985, so uh, selling real estate in 1985, and that was when we started in the old days and you'd get a RT put in your car and you'd <laughs> before, before cell phones so wow. so um so yeah I've done pretty much everything in real estate from selling to managing running I ran my own business for 10 years had my own real estate company I was an auctioneer and um 6 years ago I got into training really as a result of the Christchurch earthquake so I right. became a trainer and I Barford and Thompson at that time were looking for a trainer. We were sort of looking at moving to Auckland, and so I've been training with Barford and Thompson in that time, and we've probably had a lot of different agents come through and uh, all sorts of fields coming through. So, so I also previously trained for about 18 months with one of the opposition companies Ooh. too, so I've got a bit of a <laughs> background of what, what goes on in the industry. And um, and so what, what we do is we run verifiable and non-verifiable training. We run all sorts of courses. We uh, teach agents all the basics of real estate plus legislation and compliance and what to do and what not to do and and things mistakes agents make and and uh, practical skills involved with it so yeah mm. so it's a it's it's a great job I, I find it very rewarding actually seeing other agents now develop and go from uh coming off a a, a job where they where they develop and become very successful in themselves and set themselves up and it's actually very fulfilling nice so for someone listening who's not in the real estate world what do you mean by verifiable and non-verifiable oh well they have to do uh legislation um so what we do is we go through and we look out for what happened last year and what agents did wrong and then we train courses around those. Right. And then we have optional courses that they have to do. So they have to do, they can select other courses that they can do, you know, things like open homes or how to run a good open home or how to how to sign up a listing and things like that. So, and this uh, is um, set by the REA, of course, so the Real yes, Estate Authority, yes. which is the government body governing um, real estate in New right. Zealand. Um, so it's 20 hours of uh, additional training per year on top of the the papers that you do to become a qualified agent so yeah half of those as glenn says is verifiable so normally quite dry topics set by mm. um the rea but extremely important to yep. do and the other 10 hours you can be a bit more creative and have some fun with them but we're not just looking to get people in to work with us for 20 hours a year you know the more yeah. it's a direct correlation between the amount of development and learning that you do and ultimately how many houses you list and sell yeah what do you think alex is the the biggest challenge for someone starting out for the first time mm. in the real estate world mm. being brutally honest yep. um <laughs> 
It's a self-employed individual or right. contractor working with us. It's um, the finance, I'd say, to keep yourself afloat until you do start getting those results through. So it might be a bit easier for somebody who's um, earlier on in their career perhaps doesn't have a family or a mortgage compared to somebody uh, a bit later down. Less things depending on you. Yeah, yeah, but then that individual might have more savings, for instance. So I'd really be looking for passion, um, perhaps a bit of um, exploration into what the real estate world is so that you can validate that your skill set is going to be a successful one. Um, So you can hold on for a few weeks or months Mm. until your uh, income starts to pick up. Um, So yeah, for me, it's that financial backing um, or at least the confidence that this is the right Mm. uh, career for you. Absolutely. Glenn, what is it about real estate that you love so much? Do you know, I think what I enjoy about real estate over the years, it's a very interesting job. <laughs> you know, no no, um, no day is the same and there is always, the people are different, things yep. are different, there's different situations um, and I think what's what I've really enjoyed about the job over the years is um, uh, things like the auction process, um, watching watching many people, uh, you're actually doing a good service to people, happy clients, you're helping them get into homes. Um, you've also got the flexibility to run your own job and mm. your own time. Uh, the, the job has some tremendous rewards for people who are good at doing real estate. And I, I always call it more of a lifestyle rather than a career mm-hmm. or a job because it's something you do. You never know when you're in real estate. And I, I always say when you go to a party, uh, my wife's a school teacher, and whenever you go to a – I always find you go to a party, everyone talks about real estate, health, mm-hmm. and they talk about schooling. Right, <laughs> they, yeah, they yeah. Three, yeah. Three main topics. So You obviously it, don't go to parties that talk about politics. <laughs> 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 Try to keep out of those, Stephen. What advice would you give someone then thinking about a career in real estate, like from the absolute outset? Um, The advice, you mean, if uh, well, well, of course, it's kind of what Alex said. Um, You need to be in a financial position because it does take a while to get paid that first paycheck through. Obviously, we're always looking for good people, though, and, and sometimes we can assist if you're the right sort of person. Um, for it, but yeah, I think planning. Uh, it's really important to plan your move if you're thinking of moving into real estate. You just you've got to do the initial course. You've got to, uh, and I would I would always suggest having coming and seeing us. Have a mm-hmm. talk to one of our local branch managers. Um, we can also do personality tests to find out what your strengths and weaknesses are. Um, and we're more than happy to have a chat to anybody who's thinking about coming in. Obviously, it's a big big career choice for a lot of people especially if you've been on a job a nine to five job Mm. and you're looking at coming into real estate because it really is i i I don't think there's too many other industries that are like real estate Mm. Mm. Uh, i remember when i first started and everybody said oh i wonder how long you're going to stay in it and i'm still doing it 36 years (laughs) later so (laughs) so it is a career for for the right people what do you think makes a good sales agent Mm. what skill set do they need to be a good sales agent i mean i can talk about the soft skill side and glenn can probably cover off more technical i suppose but from what i've seen so far um resilience and tenacity is just huge so you're not always going to be successful you're not always going to win that listing Mm. uh, or get the price you know that you were hoping for at auction for your clients so the ability to bounce back um have perspective um and the drive to keep going and keep bouncing out of bed in the morning 
morning. Yeah. I, I see that. There's a lot of self-motivation needed, isn't it? 100%, mm. exactly. And I don't know if that's something you can develop or something that you're born with or you're passionate about. Um, yeah, I'd be interested to think mm. about that a bit further. Um, but, yeah, what about the technical skills, Glenn? What, well, what well, your self-motivation is a big one because mm. it's very hard to train someone to be motivated. Mm. Um, so I always say energy is um, – you need energy in this job. Um, I, and what I say is structure – direction and uh, it's really important to be structured in this job. I think one of the biggest challenges people find when they come into real estate is that freedom is their biggest danger and because you're not kind of you, you kind of set your own hours in a way in this job so you've got to have a very take a very structured approach to the job and then you've got to have goals you've got to know what you want to do and where you want to be. So goal setting is very important. And then the third aspect to it is I think controlling controlling not only yourself but um, difficult clients. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to you, – you've got to know how to steer people without upsetting people. Right. So a lot of those skills are things we look at when we, we're going through training because um, it's one thing to sell homes, but it's another thing to have a happy client yeah. at the end of it, you know. I've, I've been so. reflecting on that recently. Are we actually selling homes? Are we selling dreams, lifestyles, yeah, a vision absolutely. to people? So for me, people skills really come through quite strongly. How's your yeah. communication? Mm. How do you negotiate and influence? How do you adapt your style? How's your self-awareness? And those are things that can be yeah. um, either self-taught or trained for, so that that's good but obviously if you if you're strong in that area at the start and you know that about yourself you can have a good head yeah, start. Absolutely. I, th- I think people underestimate um soft skills and totally. areas like communication and things like that you know if you build rapport with people mm. they're a lot easier to you mm. than if you have a mm. cold relationship with mm. someone especially in new zealand right yes. how many degrees of separation everyone knows everybody yeah. right. your, your networking contact list should be instantly huge totally. yes yeah and unfortunately you, probably 10 other the people you know are also going mm. for those same contacts. However, the USP here, the unique selling point that you can build as an individual is likability. Yeah, so people totally. want to engage with, buy with, trust, invest yep. in people that they like. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think being a nice person goes a long no. way as well in this game. So Alex, you, you manage the training side of things. What training does your company offer new sales staff? And I guess if I was coming into it for the first time as sales, what training could I get before I even come and see you? Yeah, absolutely. So it's really exciting as I alluded to at the start we're actually going through a bit of a rebrand and revamp at the moment so I'll talk to the current situation but this is all um, soon to be refreshed which is exciting Um, everybody in the organisation starts off with an orientation day which is um, designed to gear you up with everything that you need to know to hit the ground running in terms of sales careers which is what we're here to talk about today uh, Glenn takes a four day programme which he'll expand upon uh, a bit more in a second but this uh, is called Front Runners so essentially it's designed to get you to uh, the front the pack right. with all the skills so that when you go into the branch on day five or whatever because it's a five-day program orientation through to the end of front runners um you can go and start being successful in that nice. branch or at least heading that way nice and then there's ongoing training of course so it doesn't just stop there um throughout the rest of your career at Boffin Thompson 
Yeah, and it's a, it's a funny thing with training. Um, people don't know what they don't know yeah. until, they, <laughs> until they do it. Uh, I always think they come into training and they think, well, why am I here? I know everything. And at the end of it, they go, gosh, I didn't realise yeah, how yeah. much I had to know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a strange one, te- teaching and training. So, Glenn, if you are the master of front runners there, if someone's <laughs> listening who's just started this journey, and, and we are a radio station, so they could be with any company, yes. Yes. what? are a couple of great tips you're prepared to share with them to help them get under the way, underway? Um, I think getting routines set is a big one for uh, new agents because if you don't get a routine and a structure in place, you'll f- there's plenty of people happy to book you in and uh, take you off track. So I think I think getting a work plan is really important, you know. Uh, so having a structure, learning skills is really important, you know, just those skills of negotiation. Uh, there's a lot of negotiation and marketing we have to do in this job now, so they're very important areas that agents need to know quite a lot about. Well, what's exciting, though, from what mm. I see, is that the, there may be a couple of barriers to entry for a career here in terms of finance, um, a bit of time, up to six months to get the papers that you need to, yep. to be able to um, be a sales agent. But really, we see so many different types of people. It's a completely accessible career with a bit of forward planning. So we have all walks of life, um, all ethnicities, um, different backgrounds in terms of careers, histories, um, single working mothers. Uh, the, the ages must be something, too, because uh, to yeah. have that... Young and vibrant, but also someone with some maturity who's already got that contact book full in their phone. Yeah, it's something Steve, for everybody. We're, well, we're Stephen, we've got um, people 20 year olds selling real estate and right up into the 80s. Brilliant. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just in a, you know, it's a head job, this. It really starts in your mind. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's all and the people that we've seen um, since 2020 coming through, it's been fascinating. Oh, so yes. pilots let go from Air New mm. Zealand, highly skilled, highly capable people who have um, driven themselves to uh, do a career change and they're looking to be equally successful with nice. us. Um, key frontline workers who wanted to mix things up, they didn't want to be in that environment anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the standards got extremely high in the last year or so mm. uh, of recruits coming into That's real estate. Great. That's great. Mm. Yeah. So Alex, with changes to legislation and compliance, how do you as a company make sure your staff are staying up to date? You mentioned, mm. you know, coming back in for the verifiable and non-verifiable. What else are you doing to make sure they're always up to date? Yeah, absolutely. So important. Um, so the verifiable side is dictated really by government. Um, but what we have internally at Boff and Thompson is a really great legal and compliance team. So we have a senior legal counsel, a lady called Lisa Gerrard, who was with Ryan previously um, so which is the industry body for real estate in New Zealand so she's extremely knowledgeable and has been doing an awful lot of work for us recently um, getting us up to scratch and up to speed and then we have a um, AML and compliance department so we've got a, quite a few people working in there um, and I liaise closely with them to hear what's going on um, in terms of developments in that area but also perhaps the complaint that we get that comes through so how do we train for some of the issues that perhaps our salespeople aren't doing their best work in Mm. um, so we can make sure nobody else is making those mistakes. AML is huge recently and it's a real um, So it's the anti-money laundering Yeah and it's a real sore spot but again so important Um, and Glenn leads um, an introductory course to our salespeople um, to gear them up for um, success in that area or certainly not failure and then we also have top up courses as we go for anybody that wants to jump onto those to learn more. Um, What do you teach in that Glenn for for our listeners? Uh, 
in the introductory course. Yeah, or just yeah. generally with AML. Oh, well, AML, actually, funny enough, I've done, been doing that this morning <laughs> with about 90 agents. But um, AML, it's really just what the government expects, what uh, anti-money laundering has is come in uh, the beginning of last year. And, of course, uh, real estate agents are expected to verify identities now. So it's it's a case of how we uh, identify people, how we right. record documentation and and um, and how you do it without, um, you know, again, it's a people skill sort of mm, thing, making mm. sure that you're yeah, yeah. offending the client. So, um, yeah, so we just work through with them and how they do it and some ins and outs and do's and don'ts of yep. it. Yeah. Nice. Glenn, you, you've worked in a variety of roles in real estate. I'm curious what you enjoyed most, but also could a role in sales be seen as a career path into other roles within your company? Mm. Absolutely. Um, I'll tell you, the thing that has kept me excited about real estate for over 30 years has been doing auctions. There's no question that auctions is the um, uh, the first flagship, I would say, of real estate because uh, the beauty, it's exciting. It brings everything to a head. Um, I know that a lot of people go, oh, I don't like auctions. The public's going, oh, I don't like auctions. But, you know, auctions seems to be, Australia and New Zealand seem to be the world leaders in auctions. And Mm -hmm. auction training is something that is so transparent and exciting and it quickens the whole process up. So, um, I guess that's one of the things that's kept me excited mm. in the business. Um, for anybody coming into real estate, there's lots of opportunities. You know, you could become an auctioneer eventually. You could become a, a branch manager. There's other roles you can go into. But bear this in mind, uh, a lot of our top salespeople are earning more than branch managers mm. and other people. So mm. a lot of them, you know, just to become a top salesperson with you. And a lot of them have their own teams as well. Yeah. So they're... So they're like an office within, they're running their own teams and business. They're like a, a huge little business within, within the business. Barford and Thompson, yeah. And I don't see it as um, necessarily a sales career. I see it as a career in um, entrepreneurialism. Right. Uh, you're running your own business. Yeah, yeah. you're learning skills you can take anywhere. Totally. Oh, whether absolutely. It's, whether it's just you or whether you're building a team. Like, as Glenn said, it's an office within an office, mm. a business within a business. So um, it kind of makes me cringe a little bit when we think about a career in sales because it is so much yeah, yeah. more than yeah, that. That's cool. Okay, I want to deal with the elephant in the room, and I don't know if you have a magic figure here. But there will be people listening to this saying, okay, so if I need to come in and be prepared for no income for a while, Mm. how much should I have in the bank to survive Mm. till that first paycheck comes? And I realise that depends how quick you sell a house and how good you are and all of that. But realistically, so they're not living a stressful first six Mm. months on the job. What's your magic figure? Mm. I I think they have to view it as buying a business. You know, if you were going to buy say, the local dairy or <laughs> the local fish and chip shop, mm. you'd probably want to have, I don't know, $100,000, but it would be cheaper than that to come into real estate because totally. really the only costs you've got is, uh, say, 1000 to 2500 to do the course, um, which you do through somewhere like uh, Unitech, mm. um, and... Then you just need your licensing cost of about eight hundred dollars per per annum, and all the training is free at Boffin, right. yeah. which is amazing. Yes, absolutely. So our training is free. So all they have to do is support themselves until they get their first sale. So mm. I always say to people, 
even though it sounds scary, it's actually cheaper in some ways to mm-hmm. get into real estate than going out paying a lot of money for a franchise business mm. or whatever. So I don't think the cost is is that much, and really. The, and the maths is quite straightforward. Say you want to keep yourself afloat for four months. That mm. feels like a comfortable figure. You know, what's your rental mortgage? How much do you spend on food a month? Childcare, petrol, etc. So really it's um, unique to the individual. Mm. Um, we've all got very different levels of spending, I suppose, depending on our circumstances. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to take a short music break now and then we'll find out more about the recruitment process and what's involved. Um, the wonderful Harper Finn now playing out his song, Dance Away These Days. Great Kiwi music. Does it feel the same when you play the game alone? Scared to make another move. You don't want to fall around the mirror ball again. I know what you mean. You want the world to stay. You want the world to stay. The music of I wanna dance away these days And if you feel the same Put the phone away And just dance away these days Lost in a crowd Looking for someone to hold Falling to your knees You want the world to You want the world to stay You want the world to stay Still Someday the dark side of the moon Will see the light I want to float in space With the music up I want to dance away these days And if you feel the same, put the phone away and just dance away these days.
The fabulous Harper Finn dance away these days, and my studio guests were certainly dancing along to that. Well, welcome back. Now, if you have something you or your company would like to share with investors, landlords, or tenants, or anywhere in that real estate world, do get in touch with us by emailing propertymatters at barfoot.co.nz. Today, we're chatting careers with the training team from Barfoot and Thompson. And Alex, I'm curious, can you, you, you've got a strong background in recruitment, so can you actually talk me through the recruitment process? If someone listening wishes to apply for a sales role, A, what's going to make them stand out from the rest and how do they go about it? Sure. So um, we've got an excellent careers um, page on our website, so barfoot.co.nz forward slash careers. There's lots of information on there, so that would be the first uh, step of the triaging process, I suppose. Is this right for me? Then you can send off an inquiry. It captures a few details and it comes through to my team. We are just about to take on a brand new talent acquisition manager, aka recruitment manager, so they'll be looking after the process from there. But essentially at the moment... um, Um, we have a look at your inquiry and if we think there's a fit there we will come back to you with all the information that you need um, depending on your start point so you can imagine some people have already got their papers Mm. some people haven't so we can direct you the best course of action following that and really we encourage you to pop into the branch of choice um, whether that's your local branch whether it's one that you've heard lots about your friend might work there pop in have a chat with the manager Uh, they can get to know you and then myself and the manager will will have a conversation and see what we think about you Um, um, and then after that, um, we move into the contract process. If, if they're happy with you following an interview, this is the branch manager. And then, oh, fingers crossed, we invite you to the orientation day and part of the company. Brilliant. And once they're hired and they've done their training, they've done their front run, as you talked about, mm. what other things do you do to support them and mentor them at the branch? Is mm-hmm. that... that- your team or is that at the branches Mm. how do they continue to grow well that's the beauty of the way uh, the business model operates you have all the guidance and expertise of your branch manager and and your peers your co-workers in the in the branch but then you have access to the training team so it's not just glenn who does sales training we also have a systems uh, trainer an amazing lady called Anne fortune in our team Uh, there's so many different platforms and systems that you need to get to grips with that are extremely useful tools to help elevate your business so we train on that as well um, and then, yep, you can keep in touch with um, via our system. Lots of different types of trainings, um, webinars, podcasts you can listen to. So we constantly have our finger on the pulse, what's going on with the brightest and the best in Australia, New Zealand, America, globally, then feed that back to you. Nice. Actually, Stephen, one of the things that in Barford and Thompson, we've, we're so big, there's always somebody who can help yeah, in the company. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And, and networking is another advantage in the company too. So... Uh, a lot of benefits for a new agent to come into Barford and Thompson. Can I just touch on Mentimere as well? So um, this is a, an app and a company that we entered into a partnership with, um, and it's it's mental health support, but not just um, not as a preventative measure as well. Not just once something's gone wrong. So it's a fabulous app that everybody in the company has access to on stress management, mindfulness. So it's not just the um, you know, the performance side mm. of the job we're looking after. It's also mental health and wellbeing, which is extremely important. Yeah. So, you you mention that and, and I'm curious because with all the modern technology on offer how do how do you make the role of a salesperson easier or is it perhaps harder as now they are so accessible 24 mm-hmm. 7 because of that technology yeah Glenn how do you how do you deal with that well, how again, do you manage it yeah well again real estate is, is quite an intrusive job for a lot of people and and that's why I talk about we do a lot about planning and um, organising your day and I think you have to do real estate and work sprints. It, it, mm-hmm. The job's actually become a lot harder to do on your own and that's why working in a bigger team with the training, the backup right. and the facilities 
helps. I would hate to be doing real estate in a wee mm. company on my own mm. without all the support uh, around you. And I think that's one of the big benefits of Barford and Thompson is that we do have so much, so much support and training uh, for that, and we can steer people through without burning sales people out. And everyone's really nice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everyone wants to yeah. help. Everyone's um, helpful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, you can't say that about every uh, no. organisation. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I guess it is a bit competitive, mm. but I guess they also realise they're all, they're all playing for one team. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the big advantages of, of being the biggest non-franchise company mm. in, in New Zealand is that we do work together pretty well as a team uh, we're not at each other's mm. throats and people are supportive. So, you know, if you are thinking of coming into real estate, certainly give us a ring yeah. first. Yeah. You mentioned the networking before, Glenn. A few weeks ago we chatted about the importance of building good networks. We actually interviewed the team from BNI, Business yes. Network International, yes. and a property manager who gained great referrals through that. Mm. I imagine in sales it's even more important to build strong networks and grow them. So... What's your tip? How does someone start networking? Well, networking is, I, you know, this is one of the things I try and train agents to do, to network. Um, some people are very good at networking, and you mentioned BNI, and we've got a number of agents and network groups. So one of the things I try and do to do in the training is we try to look at how to set up your own networking group or how to join mm. one. If you can't join one, how do you set one up? A lot of our salespeople are great networkers. They get a lot of their business from within the company, just networking with a lot of other agents in the company right. and okay. outside people. Um, you know, I always say to the agents, get get go to the social events, get to meet mm. other agents and other branches. And, um, and again, that's one of the big advantages of joining Barford and Thompson. One of the things that we focus on um, as part of a particular sales system is how you position yourself to be a trusted advisor in the way that you have your go-to doctor, your family lawyer, right, yeah. um, uh, your family banker or investment person. Well, what about your, your go-to real estate person? So how do you position yourself to have that level of mm. status and, and trust as opposed to perhaps the um, old traditional mm. views of, of what a real estate person is like? Um, so Glenn does a lot of work in, in that area. Oh. Yeah, and, and I think the old days of real estate just um, banging on and pushing people into homes is pretty much pretty much over and I think yep. networking has become a lot more important and learning the skills uh, you know, and, and running supportive mentoring sessions and benchmark uh, doing coaching people to have these regular skills is really important so mm-hmm. yeah Okay I'm going to step out of real estate for a second and I'm curious to get to know you both just a little bit better tell me Alex about a time in your career that you did that huge fist pump moment and mm-hmm. said yes and celebrated a key milestone maybe it's a project or a moment Mm, There's a reason for this question. Let's see where it goes. Um, I'm really passionate about diversity and inclusion and and talk about this a lot in my role. Um, And in a previous company, um, I set up and had the support to set up a program to bring more Maori Pacifica um, graduates into the organisation, into an organisation that traditionally did not um, provide as easy a welcome or easier path into a career in that place. So um, without going into the details of the program, it was really successful successful, partnered with um, different universities across um, New Zealand to do that and I actually won an award for the company for the work that we did. So that was massively rewarding for me just um, 
uh, you know, creating a, a new path or, or doing things a bit differently for, for that group of people. And that's certainly something I want to uh, look at how we, we do better at Barfoot and Thompson. So what do you think contributed? What was the number one thing that contributed to that success? I think innovation is something that, I again, I'm really passionate mm. about, doing things differently. And people think innovation is technology and digital and, mm. you know, all the new whizzy gadgets, showing my age here. Um, but it isn't. It's just looking at things differently and having that open mind to try something new uh, and the vision um, of where you want to get to but also not being afraid to fail yeah. and so having um, people around you that share that vision and that attitude you can you know achieve some really powerful stuff working together so how do you then inspire the people you train so mm-hmm. that they can have those fist pump moments like you have yeah absolutely well I think as I was talking about before it's about being an entrepreneur and if you look at the entrepreneurs of the world so uh, Jeff Bezos uh, Elon Musk Bill Gates um they have that self-belief I suppose and confidence to to stick to their vision and, and what they were you know being true to themselves so for me it's training people to capitalize on their strengths perhaps build on their development points and just believe in yourself and go for it that's cool all right Glenn going back in time now <laughs> if you could sit your 16 year old self next to you yeah. um, what would you tell them what advice would you give them knowing the journey you've now had Oh, I think uh, I think actually getting into real estate. If you're thinking about getting into it, the, the sooner you get into it, the better. Actually, uh, and you know, I think for me, um, for my advice to agents is to set their database up as soon as possible. Right, and it comes back to that networking thing because um, you know your success can come quite quickly in this business as people it's a funny thing in this job when you do a great job people go that real estate agent you know you have to deal with him he's the best out there but if you if they do a terrible job they always go barford and thompson don't touch yeah yeah interesting it's a funny thing that when people do a good job they always think the individual's great but if they do a bad job the company sucks Mm. and i guess that's part of our role in training to make sure that um we can lift lift the standard. I guess for me now, what what I get excited about is when I see agents becoming successful and doing well and they send me things or notes or they say, oh, that was great, that really worked. I used that script and that line and we got that and that yeah. client's really happy. So for me, for me, it's seeing it happen with other people now. Nice. And um, we're nearly out of time, but I'm just curious if there's someone listening who's already in real estate but feels they just aren't having the same successes anymore, what's your tip that they can step back and reflect and change? I'd say if you're ever struggling, don't suffer in silence. Reach out to, because it can become a spiral, can't it, downwards. Reach out to um, somebody in your branch. Reach out to us as a training department. If you're not happy with the company you're in it, within the real estate industry, come and talk to us, see if we can offer anything different to, to better support you. That's probably a really important fact, too. If you if you are looking at a career in real estate, you shop around the companies, find totally. out what they offer, what what is involved. You've mentioned so much around the mentoring, the training. Mm. Make sure that you're getting that backup support because you want that elephant in the room to disappear as quick as possible and that's all going to be wrapped around how supportive, supported you are, I guess, during mm. that process. Agreed. Yeah. Um, you've been absolutely fantastic to chat to today. Remind us how people can get in touch if they want to find out about a career in real estate. Absolutely. So first place, head to our website, barfoot.co.nz forward slash careers um, and put your inquiry in there and we'd love to hear from you. Easy as that. Glenn will be on the phone training you. Simple as that. <laughs> Great. 
Great. Thank you. Yeah. Brilliant. Thanks so much for chatting to us today, Alex and Glenn. Enjoy the rest of your Monday Thank afternoon. You. Thank you, Stephen. Remember, you can track us down at barfoot.co.nz forward slash property matters. Jump to the bottom of the page and you can see all the other information that you need for investors, real estate, careers, including last week's episode on property matter, property management, I should say. Email us anytime at property matters at barfoot.co.nz. Enjoy your ride home. Hope the traffic's not too tough. Have a good night.